Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hour number two of Gwyn and Chris here on 97.3 The Fan. Matt Scraby here. Tony Gwynn Jr. over there. Chris Ello somewhere in the state of California. He will be back on Monday. It's freezing in here, by the way. You were complaining about how hot it is. It's cold <laughs> as ice. The... Air conditioning has kicked on ever since I said it was too hot. <laughs> and the problem is, and I keep telling people this, uh, i got to get the stream back on. By the way, you can come visit us and watch us on YouTube uh, or Twitter or Facebook. Just go to 97.3 The Fan. You'll see the live show. Subscribe to YouTube. You'll get Gwen and Chris and Ben and Wood's live videos. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm really battling right now ordering a pizza in here. Like, I've been going back and forth with Scraby for, like, the past hour now. Yeah. Of whether I want to eat a pizza. See, if I ate a pizza, I'd be warm because I'd be sweating. Scraby won't share it with me. No, so. I've been eating so good this week, and I'm trying to dunk. And I'm so trying to bring them down. You not, are trying I, to bring them down. I'm not even on a on a dunking. Did you say dunk? By uh, the way, touch the rim. Sorry, come on now. Sorry, sorry. You're getting sorry. carried away. Touch the rim. Here. Yeah, I can't dunk. <laughs> uh, I won't even begin to say I can't. I've, it's not even on that. I just don't want to, you know, have have guilt by myself. I want Scraby to indulge in it with me. I he's refusing to I right now. I love to eat terribly, but I cannot eat terribly multiple times a week anymore. It's just not. I'm getting older. I'll be 39 in 2024. You're not even in the 40 zone yet. No, but my metabolism is like that <laughs> yeah. of a 75 year old person. It's oh, so I can slow. I can relate. Uh, but anyway, so the air conditioning has kicked on. And the vent just blows right in my face the entire rest of the show. It's brutal. It'll be all right, man. Um, we're going to do the Daily Gambit here in just a second. But first, I have to tell you that you can score a Turkey Day touchdown when you shop your whole feast in one trip, and that's it, at Smart and Final. Use promo code SFTHANKS for free delivery on your next order. SFTHANKS. Uh, real quick, before we get into the Daily Gambit, Tony told me about this story in the break, and it's a little crazy, even for me. But Woj, no, it's not. You, you agreed with it. Kind of. You, you Kind of. Woj dropped a, a little Woj bomb, which is that LaMelo Ball of the Charlotte Hornets has to cover up one of his tattoos that he has for a violation of league policy. He must cover an LF tattoo below his left ear because it violates rules against exposing commercial logos on players' bodies. Now, if those who want to know what LF stands for, it stands for La France. La France. La France. Yes. It's his middle name. Yes. But also doubles as his clothing company. So now he has a tattoo on his neck that is a commercial advertisement. And the M NBA wants to 
tell him that he has to cover it up for every single they game. And he want, has been covering it up. They don't want up. to tell him. They have told uh, They him are to telling him, him yes, or yes. we will find you. Basically. Tony says. I think that's silly. hogwash. Hogwash, yes. Yeah. I say. He knew the rules before well, he got the tattoo. Let's just do the daily gamut. I mean, oh, do really? You don't even you. want to get into it? Nope. Okay. Not at all. All right. <laughs> do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly. And I will just tell you right now that you just pay attention to my bets that I make throughout the week because I don't gamble responsibly. I lose every single time. Why would they pay attention to your bets when you you don't? Because it shows them to gamble responsibly, or else you'll be like me and you'll lose a parlay every single day. Okay. Now, my parlay last night went like this. It was plus 500. It was the same game parlay for the Bengals and the Ravens. Jamar Chase, anytime touchdown score, it did happen. By the way, my fantasy night last night, Jamar Chase, that touchdown bailed me out of a really bad night. Uh, So leg one, done. What? How many points did he have last night? 12. He had two catches, 13 yards, and a touchdown. It's pretty terrible. It is. Pretty terrible. I was playing against him, so it was great for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not for me, though. Yeah. You were also playing against Chris's Joe Burrow. and He had two guys going that didn't do much. Oh, Boyd. Remember, you started oh, Tyler Boyd, Boyd, too. Did, yeah, Tyler Boyd didn't yeah, do so. anything. Well, once Joe Burrow went out, it was over for those receivers. It's probably over for a lot of those guys for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's not going to be as easy. Oh, gosh. Uh, then the other one was Lamar Jackson over or under, or no, it was over 228 and a half passing yards. And Lamar Jackson had a pretty good night last night. Did he have over 228 and a half passing yards? Tony, do you know? Yes. Um, oh, okay. You do know. Tell me. Well, you want to know the exact number he had? 264 uh, yards. You said it. you knew. I did know. I knew okay. he had more than 225. Okay. He So he hit that. Two legs of the parlay. Done. Yeah. Last one, Joe Burrow. Here it is. Joe Burrow rushing yards over 15 and a half. He had one rush for seven yards, and the parlay is dead. Scraby, you say this like you didn't know it was coming. I didn't know it was coming because, well. How could you not know it was coming, man? Uh, Seriously. I really felt like Joe Burrow was going to run for more than 15 yards. That's all I got to say about that. Other bets that we made, uh, Tyler Boyd over under 46 and a half receiving yards last night. Uh, Chris and I said over, Tony said under, and Tyler Boyd had 22 receiving yards, so that was under. Over under 31 and a half. Was this a points bet or a points, rebounds, and assists bet for Shea Gilgis Alexander? I I thought he said points. That's what I thought, too. So the points was over under 31 and a half, which kind of sounded crazy to me. It sounded like it was a lot too when he said it, but was it, maybe it was. So, because I heard points. How many too. points did he have? He had 24, so he was under. He was short. But his points, rebounds, and assists is uh, 26, 30, 
So he would have been over with the points, rebounds, assists. Yeah, I, I, I meant to ask Chris that when he said it yesterday, but then I got distracted. I think he so said, said points. So both he you definitely, and I were, no, he definitely said points. Yeah, so, Chris and I were right then, and you were you went over, so yeah, you were wrong on that one. Boston College at Pitt last night. Pitt one and a half point favorite. Uh, Chris chose Pitt. I chose Pitt. Tony chose Boston College, and Pitt won. 24 to 16. So Chris and I win that one. Next was the Tampa Bay Lightning. They were uh, minus one and a half on the puck line last night. All of us chose the Lightning, and all of us were correct. They won 4 to 2. My first win. Joe Burrow, 260 and a half, uh, over under 260 and a half passing yards. Chris went over. Tony and I went under, and it was under 101. Back to 2 and 2. Yeah, you had a pretty good week, I think. Without Chris's calculations and tabulations, you had a pretty good week. Now, I made this parlay for over the weekend. It's all spread bets in the you NFL. Went back to another parlay. This is just I'm just going to keep going. I feel like for punishment. I'm going to get better at some point. No, you're not. Pre- uh, Dallas Cowboys over the Panthers minus 10 and a half points on the spread. I feel like the Cowboys are going to crush the Panthers. The Lions at home against the Bears minus 7 and a half. And then the Raiders uh, in Miami against the Dolphins, they're plus 13 and a half. So I feel like Cowboys are going to win by more than or 11 or more. The Lions are going to win by 8 or more. And the Raiders are going to lose by 13 or less. Ain't none of this happening. Uh, all that's going to happen. Nope. Plus 595 on that one. Now, San Diego State playing St. Mary's tonight up in Northern California. San Diego State plus one and a half tonight on the spread, Tony, against St. Mary's. Aztecs have been hard to bet so far this season. They're plus one and a half, so they're they they're, they're the Mary's is given one yeah. given uh, point and a half. Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna take the Aztecs on that. I am too. The Aztecs basketball has been hard to bet this year so far in the it's first early. three games of the year, but it's still been hard to bet. It's still been hard to bet. Uh, football against San Jose State tomorrow up in San Jose. Now San Jose State is a fourteen and a half point favorite here tomorrow, so I'll go first. I got to think that San Diego State is going to try to rally for for, uh, Brady Hoke. They're going to try to have a better performance than they have all year. And they might lose the game, but I don't think by more than 15 points. So I'm going to go with the Aztecs here. You know where my allegiance lies. San Jose State. (laughs) (laughs) San Jose State. And then a rivalry game, UCLA and USC. I'm going to leave this to a choose-your-own-adventure here, Tony. Uh, USC is a five-point favorite, or you can go over under 63.5 points in the game. No, just give me USC to dominate. Dave, USC to dominate. Dave Marcus's Bruins. I'm going to take the over on 63.5 because it seems like anytime USC plays, they both teams score a ton. This will be their first game for their new defensive coordinator, too, wouldn't it? They've- oh, yeah, they did fire. What was the guy's name? Grinch? <laughs> I think his <laughs> name was Grinch. I don't know what his name was. Uh... Is Ohio State playing Michigan? No, they're not playing Michigan this weekend. It's going to be next week and then they're playing Michigan. So we're not going to bet on that. That's it for the bets in the daily gambit today. I did. Uh, I was coming after the show yesterday. I was listening to uh, the MLB uh, XM channel and uh, Ron Washington was on there. Oh, yeah? Kind of gay. I don't know if he was supposed to, but he definitely revealed who his coaching staff was. Any names? Eric, that... Eric Young Sr., who okay. was the first base coach in, the, in Atlanta. Bo Porter, who's literally on MLB Network right now, he'll be the first base coach. Bo Porter. Yeah, he was the manager for the Astros back when. Okay. 
Um, who else did he say? Clint Hurdle. Oh, wait, wow. That one he said hadn't been finalized yet, but will be, I think he said, his bench coach. That makes sense, former manager. Brian Gaunt. The, the great, it was a great question by Chris Young. Um, he asked uh, He asked Ron, you know, Ron is known for his work he does with the defensive side, on the defensive side with the infielders. He said, would he be taking that role even as manager? He said, no. guy by the name of Ryan Gones, mm. uh, who if who I've played against, really good infielder. He'll be the infield coach for the Angels. Just listening to Ron, man, it's, it's hard not to believe that he could turn it around. Mm. And, well, it, everywhere he goes, he, he, does, he has success. He is, a, he is a baseball man, and the energy he, he supplies at his age – you just don't see it very often. Like he is a young seventy, I think seventy six, seventy. Whoa, he's up there. He's, I would have. He's in his seventies. I know. That. I would have guessed like maybe sixty five, just by like you said the way he carries himself and everything. He's like Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll seems like he's sixty five, but he's in his seventies as well. Pete Carroll finally, finally is starting to look old. Oh yeah, yeah. Finally. <laughs> or is he seventy one or... for Ron Washington? Okay, okay. I mean. The Padres passed on him a couple years ago. I don't even think he was in the mix for this one, but I guess he can't have everyone, Tony. Um, he talked a lot about getting Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon back on track. So he's uh, he's definitely, if if you're an Angels fan, you definitely can get excited by having this guy as your manager. So Yeah. One more real quick story about from Major League Baseball. Did you know they were going to go play in Paris in 2025? They were at least planning on doing that. They were? The, yeah, Major League Baseball R-R. was planning to have a game there, was planning to have oh, a game. What happened? They've canceled the game in Paris in 2025 because they couldn't find a promoter that would help them. Uh, but I feel like Major League Baseball got the NFL itch and because they had the London game with the baseball and it was like successful. And, so, and then they had the Mexico City game, which was successful. And so they're like, yeah, we're just going to go do a world tour of baseball games. Yeah. I don't know that France... Wanted them because listen, obviously listen. no one wanted to promote it. Let's keep it a buck. I love baseball with everything, but I don't know that it's it's not on the same platform as the NFL. No, and I get wanting to spread the game. Yeah, but you got to have a. There's got to be venues that you know can hold you, which shouldn't be a problem. But more importantly, the said country has to actually want you to come and play there. Yeah, it surprises me and you that would no think one would want that, to take yeah, them on. You would think that they wouldn't have had an issue getting somebody to help promote the game out that way. But I guess they also like negotiated this with the players' deal in 2022 because you know all of a sudden you're making guys go to Paris for games and come back. Listen, it, uh, there are there there will be some hand wringing when the Padres go to to South Korea next year. Yeah, uh, because. You know, the travel back, you know, and it, the Dodgers did this a few years ago. So, you know, I don't know. I can't remember what their record was. I feel like that was the year that it came to, like they won the division like on the last day against like the Rockies or something. But it takes a little bit of time to get your bearings back under when you've gone overseas like that and come back. I mean, it makes sense to have the game in South Korea because there's a huge there's a, there's a Absolutely. professional baseball organization there, the KBL. Not only that, you have you know one of their own here in the league, the star b- balling. Yeah, so Hassan Kim is going to be like the most famous person in Hassan Korea. Hassan Kim's a free agent next year. After next year, after next year, yeah. 
The Padres, I, 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 I don't want to go down that road right now. Because that's, that's after next year, so we don't yeah. have to worry about that. Same with, he's a free agent when Juan Soto becomes a free agent. All right. Well, hopefully they're there together at the end of next year. Let me tell you, Tony. What are you telling me? We kind of predicted that Krista Thompson was going to have some issues with what she said yesterday. Yes, we did. And she has responded. We'll tell you what she said. We'll give our opinions when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. As I suspected, as we suspected, Carissa Thompson is uh, probably regretting her comments on, uh, on the podcast, Pardon My Take. I think so. Uh, We went over it yesterday, but I'll I'll read you what she said. I've said this before, so I haven't been fired for saying it, but I'll say it again, (laughs) which which I think was the first indication that you probably should say it. Yeah. Uh, I would make up the report sometimes because the coach wouldn't come out at halftime or it was too late and I didn't want to screw up the report. So I was like, I'm just going to make this up because, first of all, no coach is going to get mad if I say, hey, we need to stop hurting ourselves. We need to be better on third down. We need to stop turning the ball over and do a better job of getting off the field. They're not going to correct me on that. So I'm like, it's fine. I'll just make up the report. As you can imagine, <laughs> uh, and this is the first thing I thought of when I we went over yesterday is, man, a, a bunch of uh, – Folks who do her same job, women yeah. in particular who mm-hmm. do her same job, probably feel some type of way about how Carissa was making it seem like that job was, where you could just make something up. Listen, I I know a bunch of female sideline reporters that work extremely hard, and if we're being frank, it's not the easiest job for a, a woman to have, no. uh, even in 2023. And so as we were going over it yesterday, I could only imagine that, and if the, the, the other female uh, sideline reporters who are reading this are probably like, 
in their mind, Chick, what are you doing right now? <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. not making it easier for us right now. I will say I found out after, too, in context, this was early in her career. It's not like she did this last week or something, but right. still. But she didn't explain that, no, it, it, at least in the pieces in the that clip, we, in the in clip, the clip that we yeah. got. Which was released by the podcast. So. Of course. Um, here's what uh, Morgan Uber, an ESPN college football analyst or a sideline reporter, I'm sorry, said. Good sideline reporters do their homework, talk to players and coaches throughout the week and on game day, and most definitely don't make up reports, period. There's still journalism involved, despite what you may think. Uh, Tracy Wolfson of CBS, I, I believe she took the biggest uh, strike against um Carissa Thompson, she said, or she X'd out, this is absolutely not okay. Not the norm and upsetting on so many levels. Take my job very seriously. I hold myself accountable for all I say. I build trust with coaches and never make something up. I know my fellow reporters do the same. Let's think. The, the ramifications, even though it was, I, I can only imagine that Carissa didn't mean to have this firestorm. She was you know, making conversation. And as you said, we didn't get the entire clip that, you know, where she said, I, this was early in my career. Uh, but she, those two weren't the only. Uh, Laura Ackman mm. uh, tweeted the privilege. Oh, she may have had the most. Yeah, I think, yeah. That's what I, was, I think she might She's have had the, the most spiciest. <laughs> it's like the privilege of a sideline role is being the one person in the entire world who has the opportunity to ask coaches what's happening in that moment. I can't express the amount of time it takes to build that trust. Devastated with the texts. I'm getting asked if this is okay. No, never. Um, and, you know, that's that's my take. I think, you know, all of the uh, female reporters, journalists, um, sideline reporters that I've ever come across work extremely hard to, to do that job at a, at a high level. There was, um, And I can't think of anyone that, that has ever made anything up. That's, that's the issue. I don't mind her... Doing this, I I think she can never say it out loud oh, wow. to anyone because I I thought of an example just to try to put her, myself in her shoes. Uh, I was doing post game this year, yeah. and I needed to interview Gary Sanchez after, and it was taking forever. And I knew that the clock was ticking on the commercials, and I had to run upstairs to the top of the Western Metal Building. So I was like thinking, do I ditch this interview? Or do I wait for it? If I were to ditch the interview, I wouldn't go upstairs and be like, well, I talked to Gary Sanchez and he told me this. And that's what she's saying she did. Right. That is what's wrong with it. Right. And uh, Brutus fan on the stream says, is it fair to ridicule her for telling the truth? You know they all do it. I don't think all of them do I, it. I know they don't all do it. Now, maybe she she's had to do it uh, because, like, the first one, uh, what was the young lady, the, the first one you read? Morgan Uber. Morgan Uber mentioned, right? You're talking to these coaches and players. They don't just show up on Sunday and do the game. No. They're in They're in whatever city that week, uh, whatever side they're covering, yeah. right? You know, maybe it's one side, maybe it's the other. They're in production they're, meetings. They're talking to the, these coaches and players prior to the game on Sunday. So... In essence, you don't necessarily have to make anything up. You kind of know what's going on. Now, in terms of the halftime stuff, yeah, you're going to have to get real information in real time in order to speak on it. But I don't think by any stretch everybody does that. And that's the problem. To me, that's the biggest problem. Who was that? Who? who uh, Brutus fan. Brutus fan. The fact that and, – and so that's going to be the thought of, of people now is that – Oh, well, they all must make it up. And that's that's, and that's damaging I, to their profession. Exactly. And I think that's why you had some of the spicy 
takes because it is damaging. You're you're, you're associated now. Like you said, people are going to be like, well, they make it up. Who cares? And I saw some comments on X uh, on this post saying, like, no one watches these reports anyway. Which might be true. But it doesn't matter. But it doesn't because ex- – exactly, because that particular spot, there's only a few of them, right? There's only a few – there's only Fox, NBC, ESPN. ESPN. So That's there's about it. There's NFL only, Network. There, yeah. There's only about what? You, at best, you got two of those oh, in Prime, each – Prime, Prime. So you got two of those in each spot that maybe you rotate. And, so, I know Prime has um, Kaylee, Kaylee Hartung. Let's say, let's say it's eight. Eight or ten of those jobs yeah. in the entire country, at, at least at the NFL level. Well, last night when we, I was watching the game, and she's on. Carissa Thompson is the host of the prime video pregame, halftime, and postgame. And I'm just sitting there thinking, first off, what is going through your head right now? Because the world must be spinning for you. And she did a pretty good job of holding it together. Because I don't know that I would be able to do that job with uh, everybody talking about me. But she also went to in- – so I'm watching it. And I'm thinking, I know she's telling the truth. But the doubt is going to be it's there. It's in there now. For it's a lot of people. Now. So she Instagrammed this out because she said, okay, let's address the elephant in the room. It's very long, but I'm going to read this paragraph. Yeah. In the absence of a coach providing any information that could further my report, I would use information that I learned and saw during the first half to create my report for example if a team was 0 for 7 on third clearly be an area they need to improve in on in the second half in these instances i never attributed anything i said to a player or a coach and now that to me is telling me you're trying to mislead us like oh i never said that the coach said that i just here's the deal that is perfectly within the scope right because there are occasions where you don't get a coach right you don't get whatever head coach to to speak on the first half if that happens saying coming as long as you're not attributing like she said the information you're giving to somebody telling you that that's perfectly within the that's that's you paying attention to the game and that's you kind of highlighting something that they're going to have to do in order to to get better that's there's nothing wrong with that now if you're attributing that to coach so and so telling you this that's a different deal there. Yeah, like Andy Reid told me they need to get better on third down. Okay, maybe that's not the most egregious lie of all time, it's a, but it's, it's still a lie because he lie. did not tell her that, and he may right. have given her something else. So. And, and, you know, all of this, and and this is the problem with hopping on a podcast and, and not paying close attention to what you're saying and the ramifications that because I'm sure when she said it, she didn't think twice about it. Then that bad boy started to circulate a little <laughs> bit, and it's like, oh, man, yeah, see how that, that does look kind of crazy. Do you think she faces further ramifications? I want to say no, but... I don't think she deserves to be fired. I don't think so either, but, uh, you know, we are in a knee-jerk society, you know. But her credibility as a as a reporter is in question now. I'm not saying it's shot, but it's in question. There are going to be Because penny- if you're willing to do that back then... What are you willing to tell us now? And I think another thing, too, was the flippant nature of the admission. Therein lies the the conundrum is that I don't think that just because you've done something when you were younger that when you get older, you continue to do it. We see that as as, as regular life. 10 years ago, I was a mess. But by making that statement and that comment, it opens the door to that thought. And every time she's on TV... May not be me, may not be you. There's somebody out there watching like, ah, oh, she's making this stuff up. 
Oh, there's definitely a but. There's already those people right. on X. Like, right. she's there, probably making there this are those story people, up. <laughs> there were pro- there were people before she ever said it that probably thought that. Now she is really giving them like the full force. Oh yeah, she they, she definitely does. See, that. I never even thought one way or Neither another did, about Krista Thompson. Did. I knew who she was. I, I didn't necessarily like when she came on TV. I wasn't like, oh, she's a great reporter. She might be a great reporter, but. I think she she she, she didn't do herself she, any favors. No, by she didn't for sure. This hour is brought to you by Caltrans Stormwater Program. Visit cleanwaterca.com. Let's change this to that by picking up after our pets, reducing pesticide use, and regularly servicing vehicles. Learn how to at cleanwaterca.com. That's cleanwaterca.com from the Caltrans Stormwater Program. We've got a countdown coming, and I'm looking forward to it. Top five movie characters on the way. More Gwen and Chris. Here in the Odyssey Palace, 97.3, the fan, Gwen, and I'm filling in for Chris today. He'll be back on Monday. I'm Scravey. Tony Good Jr. is over there. We are about to get into a countdown here in just a little bit, and Tony is very excited. He hasn't even put on his headphones because he is working so hard on his <laughs> countdown list right now. Uh, stay tuned and listen to Hear Your Name Called at 9.15 for Ben and Woods, 11.30 for Coach, and 5 o'clock for us in our biggest fan contest for your chance to win a night in the Odyssey Suite with friends, family, and 97.3's hosts. The biggest fan contest is presented by the San Diego Seals. Tickets are on sale now at sealslax.com. Uh, I just saw a Sammy Levitt posting on X, and Sammy... Is always working, Tony. He's always working the Padres. Hardest, work, hardest working man in the biz. Yeah, yeah. Sammy's even getting love in the chat here on the stream. And so uh, he's just always getting love. But he posted a an Instagram story from Xander Bogarts, and he's already back at it, Tony. He's working out. He's working out with Alex Bregman. Uh, that's what he posted on his Instagram. So. Not a bad uh, guy to be working out with. No, my first reaction was, isn't it really early to start working out, even if you're a professional baseball player? I mean, you. No, it's definitely early. I mean, I would say um, November, you know, earliest, first week of November. Uh, but most guys start like that last week of November. Some will wait to December because you want to get through Thanksgiving. You know, you're just going to give away <laughs> whatever you got yeah, in that yeah. little bit of time. Yeah. Uh, but some will, will start before in order to kind of at least get their body you know, going in the right direction. I mean, baseball's a year-round thing. You do. You're not really getting, as a professional, you're not really getting and too much time off. And there's a certain timing that's required, right? Because you want your arm, you want your arm strength not to be full when you get there as a pitcher. You want it to kind of be climbing. You want to be peaking Increments. at the yeah. You want to be peaking at the end of spring training. That's how you're designing. You're trying to get yourself ready by a certain time, and, and you know. Depending on how you approach your off season, that that's a, can be a big help. So, well, I love to see it. I love to see it. Uh, in the chat, we have a question for you, Tony. What you got? Did you guys order pizza yet? <laughs> and if so, what kind? I broke down. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I got through about an hour and a half, and then I was like, I can't do it. I'm hungry. And what did you order? I ordered round table. Little pepperoni pizza, a small one. Me and Scraby are gonna. I'm making. He keeps, he keep, I'm making yeah. Scraby share it with him. He keeps me. force feeding me pizza before we even get it, and I'm like, dude, dude, no. We haven't ordered pizza in a long time. We used to order pizza more. Back often. in our days when we wasn't really caring about what we were putting in our bodies. Oh yeah, it wasn't skinny Cristello. Well, Chris has always Def- been skinny, but he, yeah, he, he was crushing some pizza. He was, and he, uh, so was I. So 
We all were. We all were crushing yeah. some pizza. All right. Traffic is ready. We have the countdown on the other side. Top five movie characters. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's now time for Gwen and Chris to rank their top five of the day. Gonna grip and rip as usual. But this isn't just a regular top five list. I love it. It sounds sadistic, but I love it. This is The Countdown. And it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, so Chris and I did this last week. We did the top five movie characters countdown. Tony was not here, but we thought it would be fun to get Tony's as well. So he's going to do top five movie characters I'm going to do top five sports movie characters. So, Tony, you go first. Right, wait, hold Happily. on. Hold on. It wasn't great. That wasn't great. Number five. There we I go. I take you back to the good old days. 1989. A movie by the name of See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Ooh, this, this sounds like Gene it's Wilder, alley. Richard Pryor, absolutely hilarious in it together. Uh, Gene Wilder is deaf. Mark uh, Richard Pryor is blind, right? Okay. Yeah, that's right. And they basically go, end up on this adventure where they're trying to. Um, what are they trying to do? They're trying to get to. They're trying to get some money from somebody, and it's quite hilarious. You, those two together were, were were spectacular. The names of their characters: David Lyons was uh, Gene Wilder, and Richard Pryor was Wally. It says, yeah, film stars Richard Pryor as a blind man, Gene Wilder as a deaf man who worked together to thwart a trio of murderous thieves. Yeah, yeah. This kind of sounds right up my alley. It was funny. Oh, man. It's funny. Rotten Tomatoes giving a terrible score of 27%. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't know anything. My wife wife goes off of Rotten Tomatoes all the time. You have to go by the audience score. You can't go by the the tomato meter because all those critics are always so hard on those movies. Yeah, that's... It's in the name. There it's it in is. the name. All right. So, see no evil or Richard Pryor's character. Richard Pryor and and uh, Gene Wilder. and Gene Wilder's uh, character. My number five top sports movie character of all time: Rod Tidwell from Jerry Maguire. Show Rod, me Rod, the money. <laughs> Rod was the truth, man. Tell, show me Jerry. Show me the money. I love that. I tell you what. Jerry Maguire worked for his loot. Like his really whatever did. his percentage was two percent, three percent. Yeah, he worked for it. And you know, he didn't really have that big of a role, Rod Tidwell, in the movie. He did have a huge role, but he wasn't in the movie a lot. But when he was in the movie, Impactful. he was really good. Impactful. He was really good. So that's my number five. Number four. Number four for me, Willie Mays Hayes. I tell you, he was the first. This was. I, I often say Major League is the first like real baseball movie that highlights what a the 1980s locker room was like. <laughs> it, it is. There's so much truth to it. Oh, man, that would be uh, fun. Now, some people will say Bill Dur- uh, Bull Durham certainly was for the minor leagues. Okay. That, that, that fit. But for the big leagues, it was major league, and there was no one that I thought exemplified it more than Willie Mays Hayes. Was he based off of Ricky Henderson? I don't know he what he was based be. off. He could have been. 
But uh, he wasn't nearly as good as Richard <laughs> in the movie. I can tell you that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I. That's one of my favorite characters. Does uh, Brock is saying on the chat? Does this ring a bell? We cool. We cool. I'm assuming that's that's. That's. that's uh, I think that's in uh, See No Evil. Either. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. All right. Uh, my number four top five or is it top sports movie characters is Jesus Shuttlesworth Ooh. from He Got Game. Ray Allen showing off his acting chops. He even pulls off wearing overalls in the movie, which is pretty amazing when he's walking. Wait, overalls was kind of in at that point. He had the one. Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure he's yeah. He had the one the one, the one, attached, the one attached and the one on the back. Yeah, I understand man. that, and I know that they that that was fashionable at the time. But watching the movie nowadays and him walking down the the beach with overalls on is pretty hilarious. But. Uh, if you haven't seen this movie, Jesus Shuttlesworth is played by Ray Allen, real basketball player, and then Denzel Washington's his father. Denzel Great Washington's trick. in prison because he accidentally kills his mom. His, his, his yeah, Jesus Shuttlesworth's mom and his the, wife. His wife, mom, Denzel's wife in the movie, and the warden of the prison that Denzel's in. He goes to Big State. He's from Big, Big State. State. Big he, State. He wants Denzel to convince his son to go to Big State, and if he does that. He'll get out of prison. That's the deal. Right. Jesus Shuttleworth is obviously, as you could imagine, holding Number, some... He's like the LeBron James. He, he, of, well, not only that, he's, he's he's obviously got some animosity built up towards oh yeah, his he, father. He does not like his dad. At all. And, uh, yeah, good call, man. Jesus I Shuttle, love that movie. You know, there were a lot of young teenagers that saw Jesus go on his recruiting trip. And we're, <laughs> With Rick Fox. We're, we're, we're quite excited to maybe one day be in those shoes. Uh, that w- w- Do you think that's how recruiting was back in the uh, the 90s and the 80s? I don't know if it was like that tonight. I know it wasn't like that in the 2000s, for sure. Oh, that, that's a great movie. Everybody should go watch He Got Game. Number three. Classic. Yeah. Chris Tucker. Oh, Otherwise oh, known classic. as Smokey. Smokey! <laughs> in Friday. Love, love one of my favorite flicks. Hilarious, all get out. Oh man! Uh, never wanted to play that role again. Why? It just it wasn't. It, it he didn't want that to be attached to him, and I can understand why. But I guess so. But he it he is played, attached to he, him. He played it <laughs> too good. I love when he's in the bushes. I can't. I can't say what he's doing in the bushes, but it's hilarious when he's in the bushes. Just the whole day in itself is just funny to watch him. And Craig, who Craig. played by Ice Cube, yeah, uh, go through their day, it, and it's it's just twenty four hours in the neighborhood they're living in. It is it's hilarious. To me. It is a great movie. Chris if you Tucker, haven't seen Friday, go see it tonight. Smokey, number three. Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> My number three uh, top sports movie character is Roy Tin Cup McAvoy. Tin Cup is in my top five movies of all time yeah yeah where and uh i think renee russo's in it and so roy mcavoy he's a failed professional golfer who owns a driving range in texas he gets into the u.s open he's in contention in the u.s open and then craziness happens but i love roy mcavoy he's like the gunslinger of the of golfers he's like uh brooks kepka he yeah He's like Kepka. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I, actually, that's a really good comparison. He's not as he's not as arrogant as Brooks Kepka, <laughs> but he that's a good comparison. That's leave, a good comparison. Leave, leave Kepka alone, man. Uh, Number two. This is this is not only one of my favorite characters, but it's one of my dad's all time favorites. Axel Foley. I'm sure Chris Ello had to mention it. All of the Beverly Hills Cops. Uh, I believe he did. Yeah. One, two. Uh, 
He's just hilarious. You know, we're not going to fall off. He had so many one-liners. We're not going to fall off with a banana in the tailpipe. Uh, there was a lot of them. But I just thought that not only was he a good detective, he was a hard-headed detective that really didn't follow any rules. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I think one of the best lines he has is he gets thrown out that window. And he's, and he's arguing with the cops as they're arresting him after they throw him out the window. <laughs> and he said, what what happens if I walk across the way with something about jaywalking he gets arrested for? Just a funny movie. All, all the Beverly Hill Cops movies are hilarious. Uh, some honorable mentions. Rudy. Rudiger. As this is for sports. Uh, for sports, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Rudy Rudiger. Uh, Matt from the chat says, I used to think I was in love with Rene Russo. I'm sure many people thought they were in love yes, with Rene Russo. I'm sure you're not alone there. Uh, from Brutus Fan Friday is the greatest movie of all time. Um, all right, I'll go back to mine. We'll see if we get some more in the chat. But my number, we're on two, right? Yes. My number two, top sports movie characters, Willie Beeman, Any Given Sunday. Oh, that's a good one. It's, um, I, I, you're going to hate me for this. It's J- Jimmy Jamie, Fo- Jamie Fox. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. I don't know why I couldn't remember that, but Sorry. Jamie Foxx was amazing in that movie. I love... You do what you're told! <laughs> <laughs> that movie pretty much tells you what happened in the NFL in the 80s and 90s, <laughs> because I think Lawrence Taylor's in the movie. Lawrence Taylor, LL Cool J. I don't know if... Probably everybody knows this by now, but there was actually that scene in the shower where LL Cool J and Jamie Foxx get into it. Real. Real, real. I had no idea. Yeah, why guess, were they? Why were they beefing? Uh, you listen to the story as Jamie Fox tells it. He had guess he'd been joking a little bit too much with uh, really with with LL Cool J, and uh, eventually caught a handful of fists. Wow, that's and they they kept the tape rolling. See, there I, I read stories about that all the time. And a you have to keep the tape rolling because you know it's going in the movie if it's real. Like in The Exorcist, there's a scene. <laughs> You got to hear Jamie Foxx tell the story. It's I, actually, I'm going to. It's actually to hilarious. He's talking about how it's like the whole day leading up to it, LL Cool J is like, he's like, at, you know, Jamie Foxx is asking me, he says, LL know that this is acting? Like, we're not really doing this because he's like super intense. He's locked into his role. Yeah. Sure enough. Wow. When they got into that fight scene, a, an actual punch came through it. Wow, that's amazing! I'm gonna re I'm gonna rewatch the movie just for that scene now. But in like The Exorcist, there was a scene where the director just couldn't get this guy to act right. I think it was the priest, and then at the end of the movie, the director comes up to the priest in the middle of like filming, slaps him across the face, says, "Now go do the scene." And the guy in the movie in the scene, it's amazing. It it's amazing. Yeah. He's like shaking. You know, he's super angry and he's also really sad at the same time. Slapped. Yeah, it's pretty good. But uh, all right, number one. These are this should this should be at the top of your list, but I know it won't be. Two of the best two on two duo to ever mm. play on the hardwood <laughs> or the blacktop: <laughs> Sidney Dean and Billy Hoyle. Wow, Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson and White Man Can't Jump. It's I, a good movie. I used lines from that at school probably until I was in high school. <laughs> how, I wasn't allowed to watch it. That's how much staying power that movie had. It went. Uh, it came out in 1992, so I was seven. I was. Yeah, you, little you young. were nine, ten-ish. I was probably a little young too. <laughs> yeah, I was but definitely right. too young. That's all right. I had seen a lot worse at that point. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, Billy Hoyle, Sidney Dean. They, they didn't always get along, but they certainly got it right. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention from the chat, Moneyball, Billy Bean. 
Uh, honorable mention from the chat, Happy Gilmore, which is a great one because I love Happy Gilmore. I guess Shooter McGavin could be a part of that. Um, on the chat, we also have a, did I already say Bobby Boucher? That's a great one. Bobby Boucher is a, a really good one. I thought about Happy Gilmore, but I didn't put him on the list. Honorable mention for me, though, top five sports characters. Air Bud is an honorable mention for me. I love that movie, Air Bud. And then uh, my number one is going to be Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights. Ricky Bobby is amazing. I love that movie. I've probably watched it over a hundred times. But Ricky Bobby, just uh, I'm the greatest. I'm the best there is. All of the stuff about Talladega Nights is amazing. I know Ricky Bobby isn't an athlete, but he is in his in own there, way. Oh well, because he's it's that that movie had me actually laughing out loud. That's where for Baby the Jesus time. came from. Oh yeah, sweet Baby Jesus, <laughs> sweet Baby Jesus. <laughs> you know there was an adult Jesus, but yeah, but the baby one's better. <laughs> so there you have it. Our countdown for today. I'm sorry, you guys had to go through that one more time. I, once I found out I missed that countdown. I was quite uh, upset. The chat saw you. They saw me leave? Yeah. yeah they, no, they I, said, oh, he got the pizza. You already know, man. The pizza's here. Oh, because <laughs> the camera chased me over there. It did. Huh? It did. Huh. All right. Well, we're going to go to break so I can have some of this pizza. Four o'clock hour on the way. More Gwen <laughs> and Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 